No, no, no. Uh, so, Eric, just before, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just before when you got up and took your headphones off, I was like, ah, good. Now we can start talking shit behind his back. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, so I just want you to keep in mind, you're, you're complaining about being surprised by the cold right now. This happened to me yesterday at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. as I was getting ready to ride my scooter to work. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's awful. I didn't know it was going to be in the 40s Before that the day. the sun's up. Yeah. 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 So, like, I don't want to know what it All kinds was of with the wind chill because, like, I drive 60-ish miles per hour at points to get to work. So. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What'd you wear to work, though? Like, shorts and a t-shirt? Because that's, like, normal Florida weather. <laughs> and for the listeners, this, I, this is an audio-only experience, but uh, I'm wearing two layers uh, to podcast in because I'm in a shed recording this. Uh, I'm, I've got my uh, fancy NASA sweater. <laughs> yeah, good times. Yep. Your EVs. That, that's how dedicated we are to podcasting. We will do it in the snow. Um, yeah. That's about it, actually. I don't know what it will only do. Listen, it makes this podcast. That's why our podcast comes is... out so infrequently because we're in Florida, half of us, <laughs> and we yeah. only do it in the snow. Uh, we we recorded a podcast during a hurricane. I think we did that a couple times, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> heat waves. We've done it in heat waves. Well, that's just on... normal Florida weather. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, by the way, no. uh, I just I feel like I need to round out that microwave story. Oh, okay. I uh, ended up throwing that one in the trash and buying a new one. So. <laughs> Too young for this track. The search for booty. Two years ago, we set off on a mission to introduce Tyler to strange new episodes. To boldly go where several podcasts have probably gone before. But then, a while back, Troy mentioned there was this one time on Star Trek where everyone was wearing a thong for no reason, and now we have a new mission. To watch the one with the thongs. But getting there is going to be a little tricky, because Tyler doesn't know which episode that is. I did narrow it down to 50 episodes, though, so we'll get there eventually. Who's Troy? Uh, before we get to the actual podcast, did you guys see the launch the other day? No, it was oh, like, no, like 1 a.m. or something, wasn't it? Uh, it was really fucking early, and so I missed it. But the reason I missed it is because they kept announcing it, and then it would get delayed. Yeah. And they kept announcing yeah. it, and it would get delayed. I was like, well, maybe it'll go up eventually. That- and then I found out, like, the day of, like, that morning, but it was a few hours late. Yeah, so no, that's kind of why I missed early. it as well. Like, they kept delaying it, and I was just like, oh, I give up. Uh, it's probably not happening. Yeah. Because it's... The footage is cool. No, they delayed it so much. Like, it's... Yeah. This is... Well... I think this was, like, the third or fourth time that they tried to launch as well. I was... I was this time they actually went. Yeah, I was planning on, like, driving down to see it, you know, but it just it didn't work out, you know, because <laughs> they kept delaying it yeah. and all that. Uh, yeah. But it was cool. Yeah, it's really exciting that the Artemis program's like officially up and running. You know, yeah, first time back to, to the moon, the moon since uh, yeah, 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 since the seventies. So, yeah, I'm geeking out about it. Yep. Uh, you guys <laughs> well, know how you can tell Troy's not here. How? Uh, I got a haircut this week, and no one's commented on it. That's Troy's no job. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it looks well, good. 
we're, we're not obs- observant when it comes to hair, as Troy is. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, you know, if your wife asks, "Did you do you notice anything?" You're like, "Uh," <laughs> trying to like figure <laughs> out. Did you gain weight? <laughs> That's the correct answer. Anyone don't say that. Don't, a, a, anyone who's listening, don't 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 copy Tyler. Don't ever say that. They're, they're yeah, terrible. no, that is bad advice. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Uh, yeah. It, the launch looked really good. It, it. We just need to clean up the atmosphere so we don't have so right. much trash. That. Yeah. That, that's one of the big problems. Is all the trash that's floating around Earth is like little windows mm. that you have to blast through. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. If yeah, we can just stuff. clean it up, it's, it'll be fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. You guys want to start this? It's 11. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> uh, today's episode of Too Young for This Track is brought to you by 2299 by Eric Slater. From Eric Slater, creator of Epic Fails of History, comes a bold new vision of the future in his latest book, 2299. The first thing I notice is the deafening silence of the void. It feels like plunging into arctic waters. Nothing reaches my lips. Nothing but vacuum. My body fails me for the last time as I drift helplessly towards oblivion. Darkness envelops me. Lady Death beckons. And I fall into her cold embrace like a long-lost lover. As the end draws near, I can't help but think back to the beginning. And the case that led me here. 2299 is a sci-fi noir about a detective on the edge of the abyss. While investigating a cold case on Vanaheim, a space station orbiting Neptune, Desmond Faust finds himself ensnared in a web of lies and murder. Ten years of being a freelance detective, and I'm still no closer to solving my own problems. After signing the divorce papers back on Phobos, I left that dusty rock behind for good. I spent the next several months drifting from orbit to orbit, scraping by with what little charm and stubbornness I had left in me. Looking for work, searching for meaning, but only ever finding myself staring into the black hole at the bottom of the bottle. My half-assed quest for self-enlightenment eventually led me past the asteroid belt, where I stumbled into an opportunity as a private eye. They say you can start over on the fringe. I was desperate for a new life, whether it was in this world or the next. The closer he gets to discovering the truth, the more aware he becomes that he might not leave this place alive. Eric Slater's 2299 is available now on Amazon. Available. <laughs> Eric, you can tell people where it's available. <laughs> <laughs> available now on Amazon and Audible. And at that one coffee shop near your house, right? <laughs> yeah and it's it's going to be at the comic shop too pretty soon but just haven't haven't gotten that set up yet uh i just want to say that if anyone enjoys listening to eric talk on this podcast you should go get the audible version because he reads his own book and it's fantastic oh thanks man and I, yeah you paced it really well it took quite a few hours of recording and editing to get that right uh, but I think it was worth it. You know, it was definitely a project. When I started, I was like, I don't know if this is going to work. 
Uh, but I was determined, you know, I was like, I have like a thousand hours of podcasting experience (laughs) at this point. So like, let's do this, you know? And I I listened through Uh, everything and I was like, Hey Eric, you bumped the mic here, 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 and here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That that did come in handy. Yeah, I was able to fart. fix all that. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's funny is Meg actually pointed out like I misspoke a couple times. Hmm. Like I can't remember. There was like a word I said wrong, but I just didn't notice it. That's funny. Until she pointed it. Was out. that before yeah. or after I yeah. listened to it? Because I don't remember hearing it. I think it was before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was something because I re-recorded like several lines before you got that draft. <laughs> and, and I got the final version. I got the good clean version. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyone else uh but yeah if anyone's interested it's a sci-fi noir uh detective story in space basically yeah very blade runner-esque if you like that kind of stuff check it out i'll i i uh equated it to a dresden file book but Mm. your main that's high praise man thank you (laughs) yeah 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 no your main character is very much uh get beat up and keep going like dresden oh yeah like harry he's definitely yeah yeah, I was kind of leaning into some of those archetypes and tropes of the genre, and yeah, it just yeah. felt right, you know. <laughs> Hot boiled. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's very good. I I love the noir aspect, and yeah, it was very very cool. Yeah. Well, I've always been a huge fan of that genre, film noir in general. Um, you know, detective novels, uh, pulp fiction kind of stuff. But yes, yeah, speaking of sci-fi and uh, you know, detective stories. I thought it'd be a good opportunity to take a break from the search for booty and watch a Dixon Hill episode of Star Trek, the next generation. Yeah. So today we're watching Star Trek TNG season one, episode 12. The it's not the long goodbye. What is it? It's the big big goodbye. goodbye. Yeah. Next time on Star Trek, the next generation. Ready for San Francisco, Mr. Whalen? Captain Picard visits the holodeck for an adventure to the past. Something's gone wrong. Everyone inside could vanish. A mysterious malfunction threatens their journey. This is not a game. Give me the gun. Trapping them in a real-life murder mystery. Shall I kill him? No. Kill the woman. On Star Trek The Next Generation. So the, the long goodbye is an actual noir. And then the hard goodbye is a Sin City graphic novel. <laughs> this is the big sorry the get the big goodbye yeah but yeah also known as uh dicks in crusher really or the big long hard goodbye <laughs> Or the the big long hard Picard? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is the episode of uh, TNG where uh, Picard is like he's supposed to go meet these bug like aliens, these giant bug like aliens, and he's like practicing how to speak their language with Troy. And she like recommends he takes a break, and they just got this this upgrade for the hollow deck and. She's like, you should go relax in there. So he loads up this like noir story that he's like really into. And then he invites uh, Beverly to uh, come bang in his office. But he has to make it look like 
it's not a thing. So he invites uh, like a historian to come with him, and then Data invites himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he like, totally he, does. Like, cards like planning to like dish this historian. The minute he gets in there, he's like, "This guy's just going to be really into this stuff, and we can go to the office and bang." Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> and then like something happens. So then like the the like hollow decks malfunctioning because that's what it does. That's like its number one job. That is literally what it. <laughs> uh, does. Yeah. And so then the historian gets shot. And then Riker's got to deal with these giant bug people. And then Wesley has these binoculars that he uses to look at code. <laughs> and he fixes it. And, and, and then Picard talks to some bugs. And th- that's it. We don't see the bugs. No. We don't. It's all audio, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I will say the planet looked pretty cool. I don't know why. The, the practical <laughs> effects there, they really did the job this time around, even though it wasn't much. Looks cool. Yeah, I, I had this joke that I forgot to say, but it was going to be like uh, Riker says, like on screen, and then the producers say, "We don't have the budget for that." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. This was uh, I want to say mid season, season one ish. I mean, yeah, it's episode uh, twelve. Mid-season. That sounds pretty much the middle of. Yeah, uh, they're all like twenty four, twenty five, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I will. Yeah. So I was kind of thinking like like maybe they were trying to save budget on this one. But then again, if you think about it, uh, there's a lot of costumes in this. Uh, Yeah. And this this, like there's a lot of props, all the sets. Yeah, I'm sure that's where all the budget went. So then they were like, no, we're not spending money on these aliens. Like We don't need to see them. They're not even really that important (laughs) to the story. They're not. No, No, it's like a D plot in the in the overall story. It's kind of funny how like it's set up like it's this important thing. But like it has nothing to do with the rest of the episode for the most part. And like it's, it's set up to have like device. these like massive consequences. And th- like I assume it never comes up again. But they're like, this is like when Picard like says the <laughs> thing he's supposed to say in their language. They're like, ah, yes, <laughs> we have a bright future together. And yep. Now, per tradition, we let's talk about that ending. <laughs> Captain. You ready, sir? Ready as I'll ever be, number one. Open hailing frequencies. Frequencies open, sir. This is Jean-Luc Picard, captain of the Enterprise. Ad klaxon ris blaj blan armik karnik. Ad trasulah. That was the most ridiculous scene. Rewatching it. Ras trasulah. Like. Patrick Stewart, a Shakespearean actor, and these are the lines they gave him. Do you have <laughs> it's like garbage. Down? It's like <laughs> gibberish. It's, it's like, like you have honored us with your words of greeting. A new day dawns between us. Yeah, <laughs> he's like gurgling water and stuff. It's hilarious because like everything in this episode's like been building to this moment and he's wearing a fucking uh like detective outfit or whatever still. Oh, that's the best. And he's part. on the bridge and he's delivering this. Yeah. He, he's <laughs> in so a awkward. Suit, a loose tie and it's just perfect. Well, like Data is yeah. the best part. Like Data's just sitting there in full suit. He's in a suit suit. Yeah. So Data, how was it? It was raining in the city by the bay. A hard rain. Hard enough to wash the slime. Data. Sorry, sir. 
And like, yeah. I just wish like data sat there like that all the time and no one talked about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just from there on yeah yeah no i i imagine uh after this episode he probably like really got attached to that suit and like wore it the next day and someone's like dude the bit's over you know like someone pulls him aside uh, and like, like i i love when he is doing gangster speak mm-hmm. data in this episode is terrific he got so into the part it reminded me of like going to an escape room with a fan with like a friend that's like way too into it you know yeah like he he like was like studying hard for this like he read all the books and everything and like yeah yeah like i'm assuming he wanted to like impress picard with his knowledge on the subject but picard's like i just came here to bowl man like (laughs) yeah i I, I mean when after his first encounter, oh, so we're going back to the beginning. Yeah, After let's his rewind. first encounter in the Hollow Suite, the the person who he meets there mm-hmm. uh, kisses him, and he then he's like on a bridge meeting, and he's like, oh, and she kissed me, and it was like so real, and everyone's sitting there like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we should <laughs> we should point out uh, she kissed him. Leaving lipstick on his face. Yeah, I have a lot. And there's a scene where he's walking. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Uh, But yeah, there's a scene where he's walking down the hallway, and like a crew member notices and like kind of gives him some side eye. Uh, But yeah, like wipes it off his face because she's like, "What happened in there?" (laughs) Yeah, he's like, "Oh, it's just a kiss." Just a kiss, Beverly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that meeting was pretty great because Picard was like, oh, and they had automobiles. And yeah. Worf's like, what the fuck's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. But yeah, so there's a lot of weird things that happen with the like how the holodeck functions in this episode. And it's like obvious that they just yeah. like didn't have that figured out yet. Because like they really didn't. Yeah. I, my favorite part is at the end where uh wesley's uh-huh. using his binoculars to presumably look at the code i don't at first i thought like maybe he was looking to see <laughs> like he was seeing what they were seeing but i don't yeah. think that was happening because like he's talking about like there's an error in the program so i don't i, I thought that would be a hilarious yeah. idea if like you can look through these binoculars and see what like the people are seeing <laughs> see. you just see a lot that would make sense though. stuff but um I forgot. Oh, I forgot where I was going with that. But yeah, so he's like, okay, if I fix it, if I try to fix it and I do it wrong, everyone inside could be erased. And I'm like, that's not how the hollow deck works, is it? Like, <laughs> it really shouldn't. But then it, you know, like, does because he accidentally just... turns it into like a blizzard. So like, they could have died, I guess. Mm-hmm. So yeah, know. it was weird. There, there is a lot of weird stuff with this and with the holodeck in general because of the way they've done these episodes. We should point out for Tyler, this is it's not the first appearance of the holodeck, oh, but this is actually the first of many. It's well, it's no. the first of many holodeck uh, malfunctions that we hmm. see. <laughs> this is yeah, where it all it's begins. like the first holodeck episode mm-hmm. because it, so previously the holodeck we see it for like. I seen or two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the first one, but it's, it wasn't like a narrative storyline. Like it was yeah. always like uh, this cool environment or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but this uh, is the first time. Like I think it, that there's generated people and stuff in it, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what 
What's oh, implied yeah. by Picard was in the update. So it's like a Sims expansion. It's the metaverse. Yeah. Uh, Facebook finally figured oh, it out. God. Meta. Can I, can I ask you a question, Tyler? Mm-hmm. What did you think of uh, the scenes where the doors just appeared um, I, in the middle of a... Yeah, I thought it was kind of lazy. It would be way cooler if they'd made like the background like open up or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that always happens when you want to get out of the holodeck. You call for an arch or door. Yeah. It kind of becomes like a thing. But yeah, I do agree with Tyler, though. It would be it w- I think it would make more sense if there was like some kind of opening and then the door, like, it was the just, door just disappeared. So the door just uh, yeah. opens up. Yeah. Like a door within a door. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I thought the interactions once every uh, like the three, uh, the historian Data and Picard go back in like mm-hmm. them, like talking about the articles in the newspaper and what's going on in the 1940s was really fun. Yeah. Uh, this was 1941. This was before Pearl Harbor. So uh, the U S hadn't joined the war yet. Uh, but there's, that was kind of interesting because there was that news article about Hitler on the move, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then there was uh, posters in the background, like of uncle Sam, you know, the, I want you poster. You know? Yeah. So and and they, they talking about Joe DiMaggio yeah in his record yep and uh data oh, what did say about? <laughs> yeah there's that he that has too. a nice tan <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy just wasn't sure how to respond to that um, and so yeah there's a lot of South like America funny little moments like that it's interesting mm-hmm. uh considering mm-hmm. you know there's like from on, on a spaceship with people from like mm-hmm. all over earth and then a couple from off earth so yeah yeah <laughs> no totally <laughs> i mean i guess it makes sense like in context of like if picard is trying to like play it up that you know like the person he's talking to in the holodeck isn't gonna necessarily know what a south american person looks like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know there, there's a lot to talk about in this one um uh oh uh so so this is um Another example of when Star Trek does time travel, they somehow end up in San Francisco, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. It's like yeah, it's like it, an ongoing thing. We've now seen every freaking era of San Francisco in Star Trek. Uh, they go to like the 1800s at one point. They're in uh, the 1940s in this one. I think there's one in the 30s. I can't remember if that was San Francisco, but we definitely see it in the 80s. <laughs> And the 90s, late 90s and Um, 2020s. (laughs) Yeah. So it's a lot. It's a lot. Not to mention, you know, of course, um, the future San Francisco and all the different iterations of that. So what's up with Picard and Beverly? Like, are are they? (laughs) Did they like Uh... intend for them to be like a will they, won't they? And then they kind of just like made them a. Yeah. Yeah. So Tyler, you remember that episode we watched? I think it was the first TNG episode we watched. The naked now. Now. The naked. Yeah, naked now, not naked. The naked times. The how many naked? Naked times the original. Yeah, naked now is the new one or new old new old one. This is the (laughs) eighties. It's not really new. We're overdue for a new one, right? (laughs) The naked then. 
the naked Ben. Anyway, so yeah, they they had a couple moments in that episode. Um, mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, I think a lot of the early episodes were like this, where they uh, would kind of hint that there might be something there, and they kind of they kind of dropped that plot at one point, and then they brought it back later on in the show briefly, and yeah, and then they forgot about it again. <laughs> uh, so Jack Crusher. Mm-hmm. Was the card served under so, him, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he died. MC's and, about to spoil something. No, no, I, I was <laughs> just saying that, uh, like Picard served under him and was his friend, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they're really they've had a relationship, but it was not sexual in nature. We're, we're supposed to understand, as far as we know, yeah, but could have um, been a poly thing, yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, it's the future. We, we, get, we get a lot of flirty stuff happening yeah. uh, between them in TNG and also a lot of flirting with Troy and about half the tr- uh, crew. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Riker Troy stuff is really another one that's like highlighted a lot early on and yeah. then kind of falls to the wayside for the most part. But they, they'll hint at it again, you know, here and there, but. Like the early episodes, there was a lot more um, relationship stuff, I guess. <laughs> uh, there was actually jokes um, I've heard where like people were calling it like the love boat in space. Hmm. So I, I'm yeah, thinking about all the references know. to uh, episodes that we haven't released yet, but, but we have watched. <laughs> I'm like, no, I can't mention that, I guess. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm still hung <laughs> up on one of uh, Riker's romances that i'm just like i did not see that one coming oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> the klingon chick never mind what <laughs> his own mother <laughs> i said too much no uh um what else happened in this one picard gets interrogated that that was pretty fun i love how like everyone's like excited about it mm-hmm. like, oh yeah beverly's like should yeah. i should i get interrogated too i I like how that's their idea of relaxing is getting interrogated by uh 19th century no wait 20th 20th century century. yeah Yeah. (laughs) it it very much reminds me of like uh something that mariner would do on lower decks Mm -hmm. to relax Mm -hmm. (laughs) well it's like uh so in saint augustine here they have uh the torture museum uh which sounds awful but it was pretty interesting you know, <laughs> do, do they let you? I, I don't know. It's just like, well, <laughs> no, uh, but it's like, uh, you know, I guess when you're that far removed from something in the past, it's like, oh, that's kind of interesting. You know, like uh, old Wild West town, you know, like um, that sounds exciting, but it wouldn't be exciting if you lived in the 1800s out there. You know, <laughs> yeah, it would suck balls. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, oh, mm-hmm. I guess. The, the next thing that really happens is that guy gets shot. Yeah. And yeah. The I, safeties are off. I love how Picard just like, no fear, punches the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was great. Yeah. Picard gives no fucks. Yeah. Like, I, I can see Data having the reflexes to do it, but it being Picard caught me off guard. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is uh, action Picard. Yeah, <laughs> I love how he really he really got into the role. You know, like at first he was like kind of awkward, but once he like 
there was a point where like he just like leaned into it and i thought that was yeah. great well, like know? the first time he goes in he's wearing his uniform and everyone's like what, what yes. you do lose a bet you look so out of place you look like a bellboy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny i love that they captain. called it out yeah. mm-hmm. and the picard's like yeah. well, next time i'm here i better put on a costume mm-hmm. and, and it's only after the guy shot that they work out that the that like the people that are in the holodeck work out the holodeck has got a glitch yeah yeah, and they can't get the exit because to open. As soon as the guy gets shot, they start clapping. Yeah, they're yeah. yeah. Beverly's clapping. She's like, <laughs> wow, guy. great, great performance. Like, wow. I, I now, was... what is it about? Uh-huh. Sorry, go ahead. No, you you first. Oh, I just thought it was interesting. What is that... it? Ab- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. Here, I'll shut up. I, I thought it was interesting that uh, so the doors are like malfunctioning and Beverly's like, I, I had the hardest time getting in here and didn't think to like mention that to like Jordy or like someone before going in. Like, mm-hmm. like I feel like if it's hard to get in, you got to know it's going to be hard to get out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be worried because the doors were like going to close on her yeah. and those those look like, yeah, they would cut you in half. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what is it about Star Trek and historians? Because whenever they introduce like a historian in Star Trek, it seems like something horrible happens to them by the end of the episode. Yeah, at least this guy I mean, probably didn't die, right? Yeah, well, there there was um in the con episode. You know, she she left with him and then we find out later on she just died on that planet. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, I think there's another example, but it just it's like one of those things. It's like um, if they introduce like someone that's not part of the crew, it's like it's like the red shirt thing. But like like, hey, this anthropologist is joining us on this away mission. Like, <laughs> oh, I, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, sorry, guy that we haven't seen before. Uh, you're yeah. going to either get severely injured or die. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, check out our Patreon for MC and I talking about the book Red Shirts by John Scalzi. If you're a fan of our podcast and want to help support the show, check out our Patreon, where you can unlock tons of exclusive content like behind-the-scenes clips, extended tangents, random shenanigans, and even a chance to vote on what Star Trek episode we force Tyler to watch next. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) For just $3 a month, you can support the good folks at Too Young for This Trek and get access to Dork Seduction. Where MC, Eric, Troy, and Tyler take turns trying to seduce each other with the Trek-adjacent stuff they love. Including, but not limited to, Galaxy Quest, Battlestar Galactica, Stargate, and so much more. Unfortunately, we don't live in a socialist utopia, and things cost money. So where will your valuable latinum go? To be honest, mostly self-esteem. Knowing people are listening and enjoying the show enough to join the Patreon will make putting in the work to create it much easier. Just beam on over to patreon.com slash too young for this trick. That's patreon.com slash the number two young, the number four this trick. Link in the show notes. Make it so. Seduced. I was just thinking, there... Mm-hmm. There wasn't a, too much like actual detective stuff in this episode. There really wasn't. No, <laughs> uh, no, no, because all the bad guys 
came to them because uh, yeah. Carter's Dixon he fucked Hill up the narrative. Max, yeah, yeah, yeah the narrative didn't really them, make so. any sense. I'm just trying to think like what the plot was well, exactly of the uh, uh, it's, like story within the story. So he the, he joined in. I want it. He didn't even jump in like on chapter one, did he? No, it seems to be a bit into the story, and he mm-hmm. it he's actually meeting the socialite who gets killed. That yeah has everything going off so what happened was picard wasn't paying attention he went off on a side quest and the main story was still going without him and it was kind of funny to me because it felt like he was interacting with the narrative like the things he would do would change things you know like the computer was like trying to like you know compensate for him not following the storyline you know so it came to him you know (laughs) Because I in I imagine in the original book, which this is this is a fictional made up book, but it's like obviously inspired by a lot of those old novels. Uh, but you know, at some point in the book, I imagine Dixon Hill runs into and has a confrontation with this guy. Uh, so I guess it just ended up happening at his office <laughs> instead of wherever it would have been. Yeah, yeah. Cause, so a woman comes to uh, Dixon Hill, aka Picard. And it's like, hey, someone's trying to kill me. Well, let me kiss you. And um, then Picard <laughs> leaves and some guy shows up and he's the guy who kills the historian or not kills him, but shoots him. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But then yeah. after that, like, just like the, the mob comes there and then they're like, hey, we're actually aliens, essentially. <laughs> uh, yeah. I say... They they say that they're not from their planet and yeah. mm-hmm. they're in fact their world's not real and they're fictional characters mm-hmm. and that they don't actually exist. Yeah, and, and the gangsters are like, I don't like this. They're messing <laughs> with our heads. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the cops like, I'm not real. If I go back home, will my kids and wife be yeah. for me? It's like really upsetting to yeah. them. I'm like, how? It was upsetting to me. <laughs> Yeah, right. it like really like th- it was like an existential mind fuck at the end there because it's like implying that they're sentient almost, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A- and then uh, they finally get the holodeck fixed and the door opens up and the two of the bad guys step out into the real that world and great. disintegrate. <laughs> it's awesome. Remarkable. Is this a two way passage? Can one enter your world? return to this one simply by stepping through oh yes allow us to help mr whalen and we will return with the item <laughs> you really are a scamp aren't you do you actually think i'd stay here you and are wait? going to go through yourself sir that is not possible one look at you sir is proof that anything is possible step aside mr hill i'd shoot you myself but I don't want to deprive my assistant of his greatest pleasure. <laughs> After we're gone, kill them all. Make sure the bodies are never found. You're insane. You think you can kill a cop and get away with it? Why not? I've done it before. Come on, Mr. Leach. Au revoir. Bon chance, mon ami. Our destiny awaits. Another world. 
a whole new world of plunder. What is this? What are they doing? They can't do this to me. Don't they know who I am? I'm Cyrus Redblock! Cyrus Redblock! Yeah, the way it happened, you know? Yeah, the one guy's just fucking mind who I am. You can't just do this to me. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But uh, my favorite thing out of all of that whole part was um, when they're like confronting data. They're like, this, where's this guy from? Like, this guy doesn't look like any human I've ever seen before. And data just like kind of spills the beans. (laughs) And then Picard's like, hold hold on, data. Like, don't, don't tell them all that. And then the next thing Picard does, is tell them all that mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was pretty weird yeah like, um, okay it sort of felt like they wrote themselves into a corner and then just had to kind of like finish up the episode you know <laughs> um but i will say the de- the line deliveries at least from picard and uh the mobster the main dude were great you know even though some of the dialogue was super cheesy i thought some of their you know banter was pretty good yeah i, I just want to see detective data with your permission, sir? Permission granted. I think that would be a good episode. Yeah. Uh, oh. We can't tell him, can we, MC? No. There, but uh, technically yeah. that does happen. Okay. Jordy had a line in that here is a thing. that sounded like a great episode title. He was like, elementary, mm-hmm. my dear data. And I'm like, that should be the title of an episode, right? Should be. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, I feel like this episode inspired another episode later on. That we'll get to. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. But yeah, uh, it kind of reminded me of the Captain Proton episode we covered on Voyager. Yeah. Um, obviously, that was a bit cheesier, but, um, you know, yeah, it's similar. In fact, I if there was a Dixon Hill novel series, I would probably read it. <laughs> you could write it. Hmm. <laughs> That sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, and then you get sued by now, Paramount. So. <laughs> exactly. Oh, actually, mm-hmm. so when the two bad guys walk through the door and disintegrate, yeah. they left one bad guy there and he's it with orders to kill them all. And, mm. and then they take the gun off of him and Data's like, with your permission, and Picard's like, uh, as you will. And he just... Data just thumps the third bad guy unconscious. Yep. Do you think this is uh, one time where he doesn't have to, like, control, like, his strength and stuff? <laughs> like, he can just smack the shit out of this computer cr- program and not have to be, like, worried about killing someone? Uh, yeah. It would have been nice to see, like, Data, like, punch through him and rip out his heart. I was yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just I was just imagining him doing like a Mortal Kombat move, yeah, like pulling thinking, his heart no, out. I was, or going something. No, I was no, imagining Picard no, no. saying finish him. <laughs> no, Predator. Predator. Predator? Where, yeah. where, where he pulls the Oh with the, the spine? The spine. Oh, yeah. Oh <laughs> god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Picard's like, whoa. Dead whoa, just spins him around and pulls his spine out. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, I was, I was kidding, buddy. <laughs> Remind me to never fuck with data. <laughs> I think my Picard's data walks like out of the holodeck covered in blood. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so so the mobsters, when they walked out of the holodeck, they disintegrated. Mm-hmm. But the lipstick on Picard stayed? Yeah, that's weird to me. My assumption is, like, have you ever been to one of those stupid, like, 4D experiences they have at, like, theme parks? Where they, like, yeah. shoot, like, mist of yeah. water at you and stuff? Like, maybe to make mm-hmm. the kiss yep. real, the kiss feel real, they have, like, a something that, like, stamps oh. you. You know? <laughs> <laughs> They have like, oh my god, the implications there are horrifying. <laughs> uh, say, so I, say. I think you might be on to something because, like, I feel like there's an episode where they eat something in the holodeck. So, like, how does that work? Because it's it's supposed to be light constructs. So, like, if you're eating something, then it becomes real. Like, I, I mean, I know they Is can it... reconstitute matter, but like, Jesus, that's complicated. <laughs> Is it hooked up? to the um food thing oh the hmm. matter converters or whatever yeah i don't know and you would think like the guy that got shot as soon as they take him out of the holodeck that bullet should disappear i it mean he'd still be disappear. bleeding to death but yeah the damage <laughs> would still be there but the bullet wouldn't that actually might or be worse it? right if the bullet suddenly vanished then there's like a gaping hole uh it was i right? mean depends no, on I, I think it's better if it's not a quite clean like, like through shot versus if it, oh, if it yeah. goes all the way yeah 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 Ew. i mean i guess it depends on what it hits but yeah <laughs> yeah exactly Oof. but also they have future medicine uh, so he's fine that's yeah. true yeah yeah bullet wounds are not a problem in the future <laughs> gut shot no 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 gut shot isn't a problem in it in the future, uh, getting shot in the heart or the head, you, you're done for. That might be anyway. a little bit of an issue. Yeah. Unless you have a backup in a hollow, I mean, um, was it teleporter? Tran- transport buffer. Yeah. I can't talk that. Transport buffer. Yeah. Or you have duplicate organs. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or magic uh, space blood from a tribble, <laughs> which is a reference to a certain thing that happens in another episode. Okay. Yeah. Magic space That's blood okay. from a tribble? Hmm. Mm hmm. Hmm. Yep. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> uh, so is that it? I think that's everything, right? Uh, there's one thing that I want to talk about, but it would sure, reference man. an episode that's up. not going to come out for a while of our podcast. Aww. So I'm like on the fits about yeah, it. I'm no, like, go, hmm. go, go well, ahead. You, you can you can give uh, it's sort of like a preview of things to come. Okay, yeah. so. In an episode that we've already watched, uh, Jordy has an issue with someone coming into like his engineering space that isn't necessarily like on his level with the technology. Mm. But in this episode, he's like, "Hell yeah, Wesley! Like you, you do this super dangerous thing that could kill your mom and Picard." <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought that was a bad <laughs> call, right? Like Jordy probably should have been the one to like do uh yeah maybe yeah it m- might have been better if it was geordie doing it but i i don't see a problem with wesley doing it either because he's was like a child prodigy this... right yeah yeah he's supposed to be a smart kid and engineering supposed to be one of his side hobbies i don't know i just feel like that would suck if he killed his mom and I think it'd be better if oh, Jordy yeah. killed his mom. <laughs> or like, I mean, like if he kills Picard, like that's yeah. gonna look bad. That like the Enterprise let an ensign kill their captain, right? 
Yeah, that's a really good point. I had not thought about that. I think what they were trying to do was just to give Wesley a reason to be involved in the episode. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, that does make sense. <laughs> um, yeah. Nor- normally I- I'm fine with like Wesley being super genius boy, whatever. That's fine. But after seeing yeah. that other episode, I'm like, hmm, Jordy is annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Like, here he's like, I don't know, Wesley, just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what you guys think about the aliens that we don't see? Uh, I think like them building this culture behind them is really neat. And the fact mm-hmm. that we don't actually see them is kind of good, but also bad. It kind of makes them interesting, but then like you don't ever see them again or yeah. hear of them again, so they they're kind so, of a nothing species. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it would have been better if they came up again later. Yeah, this would have been like a good hint at like something to come, but they didn't follow up on a lot of this. Yeah, um, we should create a, I, a, a ranking thought... system for aliens. Like we we rank them on like their design, their culture. Yeah. Their third thing that they have (laughs) i mean i like the concept of them being offended easily and that's like their whole thing (laughs) like that's Uh, all we know yeah yeah uh uh, i i gotta i gotta put a little pin in the uh ranking species uh just because of how sort of racist that sounds (laughs) oh (laughs) fictional speed yeah yeah i, I think what tyler's trying to get at is there... of people like there's a difference <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but I, it, it... it's like ranking pokemon they're not real yeah i think i think what he's saying is like ranking like the creativity aspect of like how much work uh, i mean Did, yeah. are they a mono culture like you know <laughs> How in depth are they? You know, do they? Look but like I guess they it depends on on like a craft table and woke up, and that's their design because that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess I guess if we did that, we'd have to take it like episode by episode um, because the Klingons, depending on the episode, are either a really interesting in depth culture or the opposite of that. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Uh, yeah like well initially they're they're like not only are um you know like straight up bad guys but they're also kind of like a horrible ratio stereotype in certain episodes so but obviously they've come a long way since then and then romulans they used to just be what evil vulcans and now they're like yeah. really interesting and kind of their own thing and yeah so cool yeah Andorians are probably one of the cooler species. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Pun, 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 pun. Are Tellarites the pit? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Tellarites, yeah. 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 Tellarites, we don't see a whole lot of. Um, Jankum. Although you've, you haven't actually seen an Andorian before, have you, Tyler? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen tons of Andorians. Oh, there was one on Stranger Stranger Things. No, Stranger, Stranger Worlds. Sorry. <laughs> Stranger Things. No, no he weird, would. But... <laughs> there were a lot of them on uh discovery oh yeah that's right i forgot <laughs> they show up in enterprise a lot we have to watch more enterprise yeah so i, I think that's all that happens 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's it interesting. A, it's yeah, uh, it's it a fun a fun little side. Like it, it, it wasn't like a a, a great episode. It wasn't no. like a terrible episode. It was fine. It it is a good little quick uh like mystery that wasn't actually a mystery. Yeah, it, I don't even know how to rank this episode for me because like. It's clearly it's not a good episode, but it's definitely not meh either. You know, <laughs> um, this is one like if I'm doing a rewatch, it will be on the rewatch. Like I really enjoy watching it because there's like so many good character moments and just the whole concept of it's kind of fun and it's ridiculous and everything. Yeah, no, there's there's some, you know, interesting period references and things like that. Yeah, I thought um, Data, you know, he was he was really on point this episode. Real fun. Lots of good lines. Data stole the show. Yeah. He was the MVP. Yeah. Um, South America. Yeah. It, him being South American yeah. was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I think this is definitely a highlight for early TNG, like season one, one of the better episodes. So oh, yeah. I'll put it. Uh, what does IMDb think, though? That's that's the question. I don't know. Was it, it, did someone have IMDb up? I said words. Uh, I, I do not. <laughs> I can pull it up. <laughs> I don't. All right, thanks. Just Google that shit, yeah, Google that shit, yeah, Google that shit all day long. IMDB, the good, oh no, the big goodbye. No. Yep. TNG. I wrote TNF. It, it still found it. Cool. I'm trying to find them. Okay. I, I'm really curious who are the people that go back and review all these old Star Trek episodes? Like, <laughs> I mean, there's reviews as recent for this one as 2021. That's what we do. But we don't go to IMDb to <laughs> review them. We just go there to read the reviews. Yeah. Yeah. But- we, we podcast about old Star Trek episodes. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. OK, I'll, I'll give you guys the um, the the like titles and I'll let you pick which one we read. <laughs> OK, I'm going to give you three choices. So the first one says not the hollow deck. Um, <laughs> the second one says <laughs> a senior trekker writes dot 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 dot. And. The last one says awful holodeck episode number one. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty uh, good to me. I don't know. I reckon the last one as well. Okay. Like, yeah. It's also the shortest yeah. one. Yeah, the last one or the first one, but uh, so this one, okay. five out of 18 people found it helpful. Um, ever wondered okay. what I would be like if some of the crew of the enterprise gets stuck on the holodeck and a gangster program. Me neither. TOS had a bunch of these awful <laughs> leftover costumes episodes and later series unfortunately have them as well. It's just not very interesting to watch a collection of cliches. Three out of ten. Yeah. yeah. I get that. Uh, yeah, apparently they probably didn't spend that sure. much money on the set because I like just scrolling through IMDb I saw that they used uh, Paramount had like a set for uh, this is actually supposed to be New York City, even though it's San Francisco. Oh, uh, is that? Oh, yeah, I was wondering because like that set, set was elaborate or something for New York. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's funny. It's weird to think that they just have. You yeah, know, I mean, I guess I should have. Yeah. I mean, this was back when it was filmed like on the studio lot, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like everything was. Yeah. I mean, I know they have like, um, I forgot the actual name of the hospital, but the hospital from Scrubs is like the hospital from every hospital show. Like they all used oh, the same wow. one to film in. It's like one that was closed. <laughs> like, like ER and eight years ago. Yeah. They all use the same hospital. I forgot the yeah. name of it, but you think like different shows just have like different That's floors. Cool. <laughs> I yeah, mean, probably. they probably, uh, I mean, especially some of those hospitals can be really big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you need like, you can like, like Grey's Anatomy. The, yeah. The Grey's Anatomy and Scrubs definitely use the same hospital. Mm-hmm. I could see that. How about house? I don't know. Let's see if house uses. I was just thinking with Grey's, Grey's Anatomy, you see a lot of the hospital at times. So it makes sense that they would probably have an entire freaking hospital to work with. But yeah, it, it doesn't surprise me that they would all be using the one hospital that shut down and they just refurbished it to have mm-hmm. sets in it. Yeah. Sounds convenient. Uh, I don't know where House is filmed. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> okay. yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's everything. Lieutenant, take us out of orbit. Aye, sir. And Mr. LaForge? Sir. Stop on it. We, we, don't, we don't pick another episode to watch because yeah, a... we've already... No. Yeah. Th- this was an interlude because... We want people yeah, to buy Eric's off. book. Twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, no, I just uh, you know I thought this would be a fun diversion. We and because we have a few episodes that we pre recorded uh, that haven't come out yet, and I was like, oh, I just kind of want to get this out while uh, while it's still fresh, you know. <laughs> so now that the book's out there, you know, I figured you know it's be a good tie in. Yeah, I, I'm just imagining right now, like, and, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was on the list, so we could take it off the list. Yeah. I, I'm just imagining what was that? Uh, you're you're sitting in your cold shed, freezing, and you're just like you're like I got all these books. I could just burn these books <laughs> for warmth. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I mean, if you don't like the book, you can always burn it. <laughs> and let's I'm get the physical copy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's why you go for the physical. You get a nice story and a source of warmth. Exactly. And, you know, for when World War III In the happens. post-apocalyptic. Yeah. We're, we're inching closer every day. What a world. Yeah. How did we end up? Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so because we, we're not we being anywhere. So, we end all of the episodes by telling the program to 
shut off. Oh yeah, so oh, that's right. We have to pick somewhere to go, which is convenient. Because I can't. I think the next yeah. episode is the one where Worf gets married, but I'm not positive. That might be out already. I don't think so. Comes out. You've edited it. Oh really? I okay. It. I haven't had time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm editing this one too. So. Yeah. <laughs> and uploading it hopefully well in that case <laughs> probably computer and program this has been a presentation of the we can make this work probably network follow us on twitter at probably work for more of our questionable content also we have a website called probablywork.com Nice vacation. It was a nice place to visit, number one, but I wouldn't want to die there.